back and a big turnout here from all corners of the Outer Rim Territories. Hello and welcome to a new episode of Boonta Eve Radio. My name is Mike and this week we're going to be talking about top Star Wars trading cards. The first one we're going to talk about is the new set Galactic Files Reborn, which just released a week ago, and then we're going to discuss a new set, which was officially announced this past weekend at the National Sports Card Convention. But before we look ahead, let's cover what is now the uh, most recent and popular product on the market, which is Galactic Files Reborn. The product breaks down to 24 packs per box, 12 boxes in a case, and the suggested retail price, I believe, is between $80 to $90 current market for the product I believe is actually around 85 to 90 which after opening a fair amount of it I can tell you is actually a very good deal now based on the odds on the backs of the packs people have estimated there was between 500 to 600 hobby cases made um, and what hobby case means is that there's going to be a guaranteed autograph and an extra hit per box as opposed to retail which does not guarantee you anything um, looking on the odds on the back people figured out roughly there was 567 cases that were produced and out of those cases for the most part there was a lot of value um, I actually have one of the wrappers here and it's gonna sound crazy when you hear the odds like a printing plate it was one every 340 packs and a case breaks down to less than 300 packs per case however the majority of cases had two printing plates per case now what will happen is if they they'll put these odds on the packs and what they'll try and do is they try and meet the odds so they're a good representation but a lot of the time what they'll end up doing is the plates or whatever whatever the hit is will actually fall more frequently than what they're telling so they're giving you more value and not trying to mislead you which is nice to get that surprise when you pull two or even three printing plates like I've seen in multiple cases and what was a lot of fun with this set is that the base cards are numbered to 200 and they're all character cards and there's about 200 inserts maybe not 200 there's maybe 100 inserts in the set but for the most part every card features a character which means when you're getting the printing plates most of the time you're getting a character printing plate there are you know the occasional locations but those are few and far between so out of the printing plates i've gotten the the worst one is an amp Baru from episode four which is actually still pretty cool because blue looks awesome and i got the blue plate so that's poetic and then i after that i hit the mesa windu printing plate from episode two and then I hit the R2-D2 printing plate from episode 3, and then the general layout printing plate from episode 7. So instead of hitting the you know, generic background character, because this set is so heavy in main characters, there's a very good chance that if you get a printing plate, you're going to get somebody you really recognize. I mean, I've seen printing plates from everybody, so you want to get the printing plate because it's rare, it's cool, it's unique, and it's always fun to have a card that says one of one of a main character. But for every printing plate, every four printing plates, because each base card has four printing plates of different colors, there's also the one-of-one base card, which with Star Wars sets, if you're familiar with them, hitting anything that's a true one-of-one, you know, the odds are astronomical. For this set, they put the base red odds, the one-of-one, every 2,203 packs, which essentially, I think, breaks down to every eight cases, roughly. Um, And I was actually lucky enough to hit one of those and that was the Empire Strikes Back one of one Boba Fett. And uh, I'll show you some of those photos on the, uh, on the Twitter feed so you can see what these actually look like. But to hit the one of one base card was really cool, not just the printing plate. And to uh, follow along with that one of one, I was actually lucky enough to also hit a one of one autograph of Kit Fisto. And then the odds on that one are 
sorry, sometimes they're hard to find quickly, uh, we're nearly 2,356 packs. So they're just a little harder to get than the base cards. And uh, what people suspect is that the one-of-one -one base cards and the printing plates, the odds are a little higher, or they would imply that there's a lot more print run because they ended up putting some of them into the retail packs at Target. So even though there's only 63 autographs, one-of-one uh, -one autographs possible in the set, they have nearly the same odds as the 200 base card set plus the inserts, which also had one-of-one -one version. So definitely strong evidence that there is a one-of-one, -one, a lot of one-of-ones in retail as well. So if you don't have a hobby shop nearby, retail might not be a very bad way to go about it this time around. And then the last true one-of-one -one I got was actually the medallion now. Medallions are, what's the nice way to put this? They're uh, very hit and miss in terms of if you're a fan or not. A lot of people are not a fan of pulling medallions because they're manufactured hits. They weren't, you know, sketched or autographed or anything like that. However, I did pull a red medallion and the odds on that one are every 5,547 packs. So definitely long odds, and I got one that was Bosque. And the cool thing about the one of one medallions is that the medallion on the inside, typically bronze, silver, or gold. This one's actually black, so definitely very different looking. So that covers the rare type of hits that I uh, managed to get from what I was opening. But also one of the uh, fun things they did in this set is they added multi-signer cards at a much easier rate of, uh, to get out of packs. In the past, a dual or a triple autograph have been numbered to three or less and the odds are just absolutely insane. However, with this set, uh, they did a, I believe, nine um, two-signer cards. Two of them are numbered to five, and that's like a Leia Mon Mothma, and I believe a Palpatine and uh, Newt Gunray. And then there is a to 16, which is Veers and Piet, and then the rest of them are to 50. Um, I actually got two of them. One of them was um, Mon Mothma and Admiral Akbar, and the other one was animated Padme and Bail Organa. So pulling those, anytime there's you know, more than one signer on a card, it's always awesome. But in Star Wars, because it had been such a rare thing beforehand, it's really cool to pull one of those. And they also have triples numbered to three, um, but those are extremely, extremely hard to pull. Let's see, those are one every 7,164 packs. And then they also have a six-person autograph, which is a one of one, which is one every 171,936 packs, which is essentially the entire print run of the hobby product. Um, and then the rest of the autograph breakdown for our case is that there were gold autographs. And for the most part, those went up to 25 for characters like Yaddle and Runhaku and Wado and Kit Fisto, stuff like that. But then for the big names like Luke and Rey and Jin and I believe R2, Leia, um, Kylo Ren, and I'm going to assume Han Solo, those are number to five. So those are definitely hard to pull. And then you get, uh, they actually decide to tear out and number the autographs for the first time for a set. So you could pull somebody as common as Daughter from the Mortis Arc, and she'd be numbered to 215, but then you can go all the way down to uh, Newt Gunray, the animated version, the Tom Kenny autograph, or the Jeremy Bullock Boba Fett, and they're numbered to 50, but even a character like Julian Glover for General Veers, he's numbered to just 30, and they have different levels um, I believe Ahsoka, Kanan, uh, K2SO, they have versions to 50. And then they go, then there's a, a 1 to 99, and then 199, I think 194 on one of them. So some of the numberings, strange or different. And then there's also these sketch cards in the set. Um, and they did a very good job, these artists, this time around. There was a very good balance, it seems like, um, between having some, you know, basic pencil sketches and then some truly masterpiece type.
work. Um, unfortunately, I didn't pull any huge, huge sketch cards. The biggest, the only two I ended up keeping, one was a Chris Henderson Leia sketch, which was very nice black and white. And then I pulled a full color uh, Sabine in the pilot, in the cockpit of the ghost by Matthews, uh, by Matt Stewart. So not necessarily the hugest pieces ever. However, uh, well, Sabine, awesome because it's Rebels, and then the Leia is just classic looking. So those are the only two I ended up keeping. I pulled some other very nice ones. But this set, in my opinion, was very well done. Now, I don't want to make it seem like I'm just saying only positive things because like every product ever released by anybody, there's you know pros and cons. I would say the uh, biggest con on this set has got to be the collation. And this has been a problem for a while now where there will be somebody who opens a case and they pull four or five cards, which are multi-hundred dollar cards or very, very popular characters and autographs and stuff like that. And then you get cases where you pull pretty much nothing. And it's, this has happened for a while. Um, but it, you know, that's something that's possible to fix, not necessarily easy, but it can be done. But one of the other issues, and I had this in the case where I pulled the one of one Kit Fisto Auto, I also pulled the gold Kit Fisto Auto 25, and I pulled the base version. So out of my 12 autographs, three of them were Kit Fisto. And then and the gold, other gold I pulled was Rune Haku, and I also pulled the base. So out of my 12 autographs, there was a lot of repeats. And that happened in another case I opened as well. So unfortunately, that gets frustrating when you're putting the money in and you keep seeing the same autograph over and over again. Because it's always going to happen with the common ones. It's never going to happen. You're not going to pull three Harrison Fords in one case. That's just not how it works. But I think there's ways to address that, which Tops can look into if they want to down the line. And uh, I'd really say that was this product, I would definitely go back for it to open some more of it. It's very well done. If you like character-based cards, this is you know, the perfect set for you. They have multiple parallels per pack. Uh, orange and blue are unnumbered. Greens are to 199, purples to 99, golds to 10, which I pulled a fair amount of, but nobody huge. But really, if there's a product you want to dive into, this is a really good one to start with. It's just very well balanced, so I would highly recommend it if you're into opening cards. Now, looking forward to the product which they announced a couple days ago, it is called Topps Star Wars Stellar Signatures. Now, Stellar Signatures is not something you're going to find at Target. It's not something you're going to find easily at a shop. What it is, oh, what they've all, they have not confirmed all the details. However, what they have confirmed is that each box, this is essentially a collector set. It's not necessarily a, a case or a random box where it's random, you know, autographs or sketches on the inside. This will contain 40 autographs guaranteed. Now, for instance, uh, it's all going to be on card with the exception of Carrie and Kenny since they've passed away. However, with everybody else on card, for example, you're going to get autographs from, and these were all shown at the National Convention, Daisy Ridley, Sarah Michelle Gellar, Tim Curry as the animated Palpatine, which is fantastic, um, Alan Tudyk, Tamora Morrison, Billy D. Williams, Hayden Christensen, Kenny Baker, who will be a sticker, Forrest Whitaker, Felicity Jones, Carrie Fisher again, a sticker, Jeremy Bullock, um, and then Ashley Eckstein posted photos of this set a couple of months ago, as well as under the stack, which they didn't officially show the full photo, but Gwendolyn Christie will also be in this set. And there's different colors. I think they showed like six or seven different colors, like a white, an orange, a gold, a black, a red, a green, and a base white, and a purple, and a blue. <laughs> so there's uh, 
only a hundred sets are going to be made and so every box is going to be containing one of those 40 or it's going to have all 40 of those signers in different parallel versions um there's no price recommended yet there's no release date that should all be coming in the near future however people are wondering if there's going to be sketch cards or anything else um i don't know they uh, haven't announced it yet. They didn't say anything else at Nationals. However, these cards are just beautiful. They're already going to come encased, so you don't have to worry about you know messing or putting them in top loaders or one touches. Um, but the price is not going to be cheap, and they still have to announce, I believe, 27 of the signers, 26 of the signers. And I would not be surprised if we see names like Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, uh, Anthony Daniels, and then, you, you know, you name it. If you've seen them sign for tops, uh, Adam Driver, for instance, and John Boyega, they're probably going to be in there. So if you're a collector who really loves autographs, this is really the perfect set. Um, but it's not going to be cheap, like, at all. Like, a couple of thousand dollars per box slash collector set. Um, so if that's something that interests you, you should definitely start saving now because even though they're only making 100 I do not see this product lasting very long. There's going to be more than enough collectors alone who want it. There's also going to be websites who do the box breaks and the group breaks and all that stuff. So there's going to be a lot of people trying to get in on it. So if this is something that you think you want and you have a local store, I would call them as soon as you can and tell them to look into it and to try and secure you a box. If you don't have a local store, I would suggest emailing somebody like Blowout Cards or David Adams and telling them that you need to, um, or that you're very interested in securing a box, and they can definitely let you know or put you on the list. Just expect to uh, put a, down, a big down payment, and then later this year when it comes out, expect to put down a lot of money. However, if you're an autograph collector, it's going to be absolutely worth it. These things are stunning. I'll put the photos on the Twitter feed so you can check it out. Um, so when there's more information, I'll share it, but as for now, that is it. Uh, thank you guys for listening. I'll catch you guys in a week or two. Thanks very much.